Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, Kenny, new pet peeve. What? New pet peeve in Bay Village. What? Um, When I'm driving around, everybody has their themed stickers on the back of their vehicles, or really just in general, the entire area, whether it's their front doors, their nice maritime uh, concepts, right? Mm-hmm. Like different different, uh, different things you can put up to style this or that. Like I'd see oars, you know, fastened right to us. Yes, because we're such a maritime community. And congratulations. Um, but I see them everywhere, and some of them are cute. Some of them are nice themed. We don't have any of that right now on our on our house or associated with our driveway. People put up stuff all over the place. Buoys, rowboats. I mean I, just everything. I live I live in Streetsboro. I don't know. We, There's no theme in Streetsboro? There's a couple. Oh, could you tell me more? <laughs> no, nah, I'm not interested. So we Go know ahead. in Chagrin Falls. Go ahead. You might oh. see fishbowl or two, upside down pineapple. Can't do that. Keys. Anyway, I saw a new one that that. This was a pet peeve of mine because I, I didn't quite understand it. Yeah. I understand if you have something associated with Lake Erie because Bay Village is on Lake Erie. Yeah. What I don't understand is what I saw a sticker on the back of a minivan this week, actually yesterday, which was the entire outline of the Great Lakes. All of them. I've seen that before. I know. I, I, I hadn't. It really hadn't. I hadn't really thought about it. <laughs> yeah. But I was thinking so? to myself, what is this infatuation of all the Great Lakes? Like, why wouldn't it just be Lake Erie? And I, I told you, it reminded me of how in the South they root for all the SEC teams. Are these people rooting for all the Great Lakes? Do they chant all the Great Lakes? Like, how many Great Lakes have you actually physically touched? You know what? Like, huh? mm, if you're from Bay Village... I don't have a reason why you would go to any of the other Great Lakes. <laughs> You've got one right there. Like, if you have one right there, like, I've I've been to, actually, I've been to, how many are there? Five? Seventeen. Five Great Lakes. Oh, five, yes. No, no you got five Great Lakes. <laughs> I've been to all five. 
Yeah. Congratulations on all my, have my you success. Congratulations your, on all your success. You. Have you dipped your hands or toes yes. in yes, every did. single yes, one? Yes, I did. Yes, Lake I did. Lake Superior? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Well, of course. I, I, Were I, you up in Marquette, Michigan? I was in Marquette, Michigan. I was at Houghton, Michigan. Wow. Uh, Lake Superior State, which is in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. Uh, Holy and, cow. And you go over the Mackinac Bridge, and remember that splits mm-hmm. Lake Huron and Lake Michigan. So I've been... With all, and one time we went to Niagara Falls, and you had to, we spent some time at Lake Ontario State Park in uh, Western New York. It was wonderful. That was when I was a child. I've been to. I, we you are the bike. person I've that should have the sticker. Five, all five Great Lakes. Maybe. Well, did you pull the person over and ask them if they had been to all five Great Lakes? I just care about the one that's right here. But I have no I lived, affinity to the yeah. others. Like if I lived on, like if I lived in Bay Village. You know what? I've never had any other reason to go to any other Great Lake other than work. That's so it. This, and when I was eight years old and they took me to Niagara Falls and that's it. Maybe the guy likes fishing a lot and just travels them all up. to all. Yeah. Why stop there? Go to the Finger Lakes in upstate New York. I've been to the Finger Lakes too. A lot of wine drinking Lake, up there. Lake Chautauqua. Been to that one. Okay. All right. Power rank the Great Lakes real quick. Uh, I've actually always had Lake Michigan one. That's just a personal uh, a personal thing with me, me and my family. Uh, Why? I come from a long line. The Limas, as you know, um, bass fishermen, Kenny, we've gone into that. I mean, no, you're not. On. You steal catalytic converters. <laughs> what is it? What, 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 so what? We have to have Lake Erie one, right? How many lakes have you actually been to? No, I've only been to Lake Erie. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never actually. And I and, and quite frankly, I don't even go into Lake Erie. You know me. I barely know how to swim. I know how to stay afloat. That's about it. Yeah, you really don't know how to swim. I don't fish. I don't do anything. There's a guy across the street from us that every day, as long as the lake is not frozen, yeah, he goes into the lake and he's got his toys and he takes he takes the truck down that there with all to- his toys and he goes in no matter how cold it is. There are these freaks oh, that do on, this in dangerous. Lake Erie and it's ridiculous to me. You see the swells and the and the waves and the whatnot. Mm-hmm. No, all right. If I'm going to power rank the Great Go. Lakes real quick, power rank them. You've Here been there. Go. You have cred. Uh, do I have to say Erie number one because I'm from here? Do well, I have to? Well, it's the shallowest, right? Okay, because well, if I say We're Lake very Erie. very shallow radio show. I almost died on Lake Erie. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's the one I'm in the most. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. So, all right. I'm going to say Lake Erie because I'm, you know, I'm from here and it's it's the home lake. You got to have your home lake, number one. Number two, I like Lake Ontario. Wow. I had a great memory of that when I was eight years old, but I have to admit, I was with my aunt, my uncle, and their poodle, but, uh, Randy, the Randy with an eye, and they're all dead. So now I'm, I'm left with that thought. Well, obviously, the poodle still wouldn't be around, Kayla. I, I mean, for the love of God. So, yeah, the, Randy, the poodle, and then uh, Uncle Jack and Aunt Wanda, and they're all gone. And probably the bikes are gone, too, to be honest with you. The yeah. falls are still up there. But I, I'm going to put Lake Lake Ontario number two. Those are real memories here. Number three, I've never been to like that western part of Michigan that everybody says is so beautiful, beautiful Traverse so, City. But I've been to Chicago once with you. I'm still going to put Lake Superior number three, Lake Huron number four, Lake Michigan number five. Wow, Lake Michigan has to earn it. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen its grandeur. That's the way it goes. There yeah. you go. All right, Kenny. That is a power ranking. That's right my power there. ranking of lakes. I mean, that is a legit power ranking. I, a lot of people, you know, well, Lake Superior, they could take it or leave it. Uh, so it's very interesting. Like, would you go all the way? Up? Stop. Why stop there? Let's talk Hudson Bay 
or go out east. That's way out. St. Lawrence Seaway. Not going out there. Let's go. Where the channels, you got the channels. You, ever been, you, you never been to Lake Superior? No. It's pretty nice, man. Okay. Nice lakes. What what I think Lake Superior is the deepest lake. What do these places have that the that uh, Lake Erie does not have? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, obviously there's going to be some people from Cleveland making jokes, but I don't think they have anything. I mean, I've been to all five of the lakes and I haven't seen anything too terribly special that I, I haven't seen anything that's made them more special than Lake Erie. They have the less course. shipwrecks. Who? All the great lakes. Lake Erie has the most shipwrecks. It Get is the, the hell out it's of here. The danger, it's the most dangerous. Of now, the great wait lakes. a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is that just because of the Revolutionary War? <laughs> no, it's because it is so shallow, like Anthony <laughs> said. I didn't know you were going to count those back then. <laughs> I actually knew somebody. So I, I'm a mixologist. And so my, my old instructor. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I have, is, I have uh, a very, wait a minute. I have a very I like interesting peel life. Back this onion here Nobody's interested in learning about my life, but I got a lot of stories to tell. Uh, there's a lot of things that I just go, hey, do we want to open this <laughs> one up? Here we are. You're so a my, mixologist. My, yes. So my old instructor, he was on his downtime. He would dive in Lake Erie and look for sunken treasure. I'm not even joking. And he would he would find any kind of shipwrecks he could find and see what he could keep. You're allowed to keep it. You know that's probably not a good thing to do. It's like people his, die it was his part-time things. job. Seems well, very, they died in the shipwrecks, dangerous. too. It's his job. No, I'm saying they died in the <laughs> shipwrecks. You're robbing graves. You can't, People try to die. Uh, but Lake Erie's shallow. So what? You can just go down there with a ladder and you're going to be haunted by a sea ghost. <laughs> Wait a minute. 216-474-0092. Robert and Parma, Hello. Hey, guys, thanks for taking the call. Glad Lake Erie's number one. It contains 2% of all the water in the Great Lakes, but 50% of the fish. Ooh, let's go! Oh, all right. Let's go! I'll take that. Yeah, Michigan! <laughs> I couldn't catch anything when I went to Lake Erie. All right, thank you very much for the call. No, they uh, for the Edmund Fitzgerald, they, you are not allowed to dive down there. I didn't know. Because they, they, it's technically in Canadian waters, and the Canadian government considers it a grave. That and so you sense. go down there and take anything, you're grave robbing, brother. They also consider their geese as citizens, so. I, I, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of a citizenry here that are just as annoying as Canadian geese. <laughs> hey, real quick, I got an observation I have to make here. Go ahead. So I, I enjoy, I'm not a Michigan fan as much as you make me out to be, and the people that are taken by you, you, you guys are agreeing with Anthony, so just let that sink in for you that think that I'm a Michigan fan. I'm not a Michigan fan. Yesterday, was a glorious day on social media for me. Just watching Jim Harbaugh get the job, watching Michigan fans going after Ohio State fans, vice versa. I mean, I felt it was just a beautiful moment. What I kept seeing, though, is a lot of Ohio State, and Ohio State media even. Uh, Jim Harbaugh's not three and five, he's two and five. And they had like the two <laughs> with the asterisk there. I saw this. And I went, he's three and five. And the reason I have to say Jim Harbaugh is three and five against Ohio State, not two and five, and I know he's under five hundred, even though he won a national championship and he's getting out of there scot free, but whatever. It's just like we're shaking our fist at him as he leaves the city, but whatever. You get what you get, because it's social media. If I say that Jim Harbaugh is two and five, then I gotta say Kevin Stefanski's 0 and two in the playoffs. Then you can't count his playoff victory. That's what you're saying. Yeah. If he's two and five against if he's two and five against Ohio State, then I can't say that Kevin Stefanski wow. is one I and two. I didn't think of that. Now, is, is there any kind of nuance there with nope. the coaching the leading up to the game? Like for no. instance, that's the way it works, buddy. For for instance, that entire day, right? Stefanski was at home while the team was in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. 
Harbaugh did travel with the team, didn't find out till at the hotel. He was going through the walkthrough with the team, and then he got the news and had to let his assistant coach him for that game. Does that matter to you? No, it doesn't. If you're telling me that Jim Harbaugh is 2-5 and five against Ohio State, then Kevin Stefanski, which there's plenty of Stefanski haters out there, so they're like, okay, Ken, I don't care. Yeah, he's 0-2. So I, don't, I know that that doesn't matter to them, but to me, we are a, we are a pro-Kevin Stefanski show. We are. Yes, we are. It is an official show stance. Wait a minute. Mitch, are you in on Kevin? Yes, I am. Okay, so it's an official show stance. Then you got to say he's three and five against Ohio State because if you if you say he's two and five, you, then you can't give Kevin Stefanski that's the Stefanski still looking for his first playoff. Are, if you want, if damn, you, if you are that bitter towards yeah. Jim Harbaugh that you're willing to take away Kevin Stefanski's official victory, then uh, listen, I'm not your therapist here, but that's between you two. Obviously, I've given I've given uh, Harbaugh credit for the victory. Because it no, makes Ryan Day look you said, worse. You said you didn't see it, and it didn't count. That's <laughs> oh, you're exactly talking, what you oh, said. Oh, you're talking about the one from a few yes, years ago. Yes, and that's exactly what yeah. you said. So you can't just give him credit later on. You've got to make an official decision. Yeah. Dave on the road. Dave, if I can click on him, hello. Hey, how are you guys? Wonderful, Dave. Go ahead. So I just wanted one comment. Uh, lifelong Clevelander, um, but I will say Lake Michigan, without a doubt. And I haven't been to all of them, so good for you, Ken. Thank you. Um Lake Michigan, unbelievable. Um, it's like the Caribbean. They have a national park. It's called uh, Sleeping Bear Dunes. The sand is incredibly, it's not like Florida, but it's wild. When you look out, you think you're in the Caribbean. Blue and green water, you got to get there. I'm Don't looking at it right now. I'll you, try it out. He's not lying. I'll try it out, Dave. Thank you for the call. Uh, this looks awesome. Uh, I was only in the north part of, of Lake Michigan. Was not impressed. No, this looks beautiful. This is what you see when they do the Michigan travel stuff. The, Tim the Allen does the stuff, yeah. This is what they're showing. Absolutely. That does not look like I'll anything that could be it. up here. What can it. Lake Erie do to get its reputation back? 216-474-0092. Does Mary Kay Cabot live on Lake Erie? She's close. Very close. All right, we'll ask her a favorite Great Lake. And, obviously, about the Cleveland Browns. And did yesterday's award for Miles Garrett, the Pro Football Writers of America Defensive player of the year. Does that bode well here for in about a couple of weeks? Mary Kay Cabot joins us right now. She's a writer. You know her. You love her. She's on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Mary Kay, how you doing? I'm doing great, guys. How you doing? We're doing wonderful. Does this bode well for Miles Garrett in a couple of weeks at the NFL Honors? Yeah, it really does. I mean, the fact that uh, the voters have embraced him for these awards including first team all pro i really do think that uh you know that it really does bode well for miles and he's got this one locked up well that's excellent news uh mary Kay, because we know here in cleveland how valuable miles garrett has been but we're starting to hear the chirping uh obviously two hours to the east of us from the pittsburgh fans who saw tj watt finish up strong and win yet another sack total. Is that his third sack total now? Mm -hmm. And while we're sitting here talking about, you know, pass rush win rate and pressures and all that stuff, quarterback hits for Miles Garrett, but he only had one sack over the last basically two months of the year. Yeah, and, you know, I, I think the uh, the Steelers fans are going to have a problem with this. I'm sure that J.J. Watt has already, when the first team All-Pro came out, J.J. Uh, Watt already weighed in saying, who are these voters? He was already not happy with that. And certainly a strong, strong case can be made for T.J. Watt. 
my goodness, he led the, as you mentioned, with 19 sacks. He stayed strong until the end. And in his final game, I believe he added two more sacks and then got injured for the rest, you know, rest of the season. So he does have a very, very compelling and strong case. But it just seems to me like uh, the voters this year are embracing Miles. I've talked to several of them. And, you know, they also seem to think that, uh, you know, that this is Miles' year. So, you know, we'll have to see. I mean, maybe things changed a little bit in that final game, but it didn't hurt him for first-team All-Pro. Mary Kay, his injury, I thought, um, had something to do with maybe not him being not as dominant. He was still very, very good. I mean, there are games where PFF still had him extraordinarily high with big-time grades. But at the same time, he just wasn't as dominant as we had seen him earlier in the year. Seems like they haven't talked a lot about the injury situation and what the the implications were of that. No, you know what? He never used it as an excuse, and, and, you know, he doesn't do that. He plays hurt. Remember, he came right back after the car accident last year, played the next game when he probably shouldn't have. Uh, He's not one to do that. He doesn't like it when other guys, you know, don't go out there, you know, when they, you know, maybe they should. Uh, You know, most guys would never have been able to come back a week after the car injury. Most guys probably would not have played in the week after, um, you know, the shoulder injury this year. But that's just miles. And he never did use it as an excuse. But I do think that going forward, they have to find ways to make sure that he doesn't tail off to the towards the end of the season and that he stays strong all the way through the end of the season and through the playoffs. Because the other thing that, you know, that we know is that he wasn't able to really dominate in that wild card game uh, the way that he would want to. And I mean, he even said when I asked him about his own performance after the game, that it wasn't good enough. Mary Kay Cabot joining us here on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. You put up- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey there on social media just a few moments ago. Uh, former Eagles offensive coordinator Brian Johnson is scheduled to interview today for the Browns offensive coordinator vacancy. Can you tell us any more uh, details other than, yeah, he's just going to be talking to the guys today? Uh, you know what? Again, it's just, uh, you know, I just put that out there, and um, I don't have a whole bunch more details on it now, though. But, the you know, the thing to know is that we know that the Browns really – embraced the Eagles way of doing things. Andrew Barry, uh, you know, worked there. 
Jim Schwartz spent a lot of time there. They really admire that organization and how things are done. Uh, we know that they've done a really nice job offensively. This was a challenging year for them. You know, they're looking for a new direction, uh, but certainly someone who has coached uh, Jalen Hurts and understands how to work with a dual threat quarterback. Um, you know, there are a few, you know, similarities in terms of skill set, but um yeah, this is, you know, something that that should ha- that will happen today and, you know, he should be a very strong candidate. Well, there's things that we don't always know about laying fault at people's shoes, but he, you know, was just out as the Eagles offensive coordinator. Things did not well end well for the Eagles in general and certainly not offensively. Uh, if they hire him, you know, there's there's going to be some fans questioning this, Mary Kay. Would that mean, though, that Kevin Stefanski is going to continue calling plays? Well, it depends. That's all up in the air right now. And, and that's because uh, in order to att- attract some of these best and brightest offensive minds in the NFL, you know, you've got to keep everything out on the table. You can't take play calling off the table and expect that you're going to get these guys in here for interviews or in some cases get permission for these interviews. So, you know, he's got to be willing to at least discuss that. And in some cases, like in the case of Gerard Johnson, uh, who also – went and interviewed for that Eagles job yesterday. Uh, You know, in in the case of a a younger guy like that, you know, maybe you collaborate on play calling for the first year or the, for the first two years or something like that. Uh, You know, maybe you don't turn the reins right over to him, uh, but you transition towards something like that. So I think all things like that will be on the table. Mary Kay Cabot with us right now on the hotline. Uh, so we had had a big discussion about Bill Callahan and Ross Tucker kind of offhanded yesterday was on the afternoon show and said, well, if he's under contract, maybe you'd trade Bill Callahan. Uh, we don't know if any of that could even happen, but how valuable <laughs> is Bill Callahan? And what's the latest on whether or not he would join his son in Tennessee? Well, the latest that I'm hearing is that, uh, you know, there's nothing to that effect right now. As of right now, it seems as though, uh, he's staying, or at least that was the vibe yesterday. But, you know, it's still... Let's go. Let's go. Pry him out of our dead, cold hands, Tennessee. Yeah, Charlton Heston Browns fan Anthony Lima. Lot in common. It's still, you know, it's still early for, for Brian to be shaping his staff. Again, uh, early indications are that Bill will stay. But nothing is written in stone yet. I mean, things are still fluid. So... Hopefully for the Browns, he will stay. He's amazing. We all know how good he is and what he's been able to do with this offensive line. But, you know, again, I think he probably will stay, but it's still early in the game. So what you're saying to me, Mary Kay, is Bill must stay. Bill must stay. Bill must stay. Let's go. Bill must stay. Mary Kay. Did you think you'd be hearing those chants again 30-something years later about Bill staying or going? <laughs> no, I did not. I did not think so. You didn't and have I to answer that seriously, Mary Kay. I'm goofing off. You know me. And, you know, I don't think people should get too, too hung up on that. I mean, hmm. there are other really good offensive line coaches in the NFL, and in the event uh, that they need one, they'll, they'll find one. Scott Peters alone, who has worked for four years side-by-side side with Bill Callahan, uh, and has absorbed all of his wisdom, would be an excellent offensive line coach. 
so, you know, I, I don't think the sky is falling if Bill decides to do that. But right now, it looks like he's probably going to stay. Well, now it makes me okay because for a second, it's, you started to make me feel like you were getting me ready for a letdown there and I was going to be sad. I wouldn't blame you, you know, the way it goes. So, yeah, I can't stop him from wanting to work with his son. Anyway, Mary Kay joining us here on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Deuce Staley looks like he's going to be a coach with the Cleveland Browns. What's he going to bring to the table? A lot of people really like him. Well, once again, you know, he came from that Eagles organization where he worked with Jim Schwartz for a long time. Uh, he's got Super Bowl rings as a player and a coach. Uh, you know, he just brings younger, fresher ideas to the position. And I think that had a lot to do with it. I think it was uh, time for them uh, to change things up. So, um, so that's, you know, that's basically Deuce. And, you know, he's, he's going to perhaps, I don't know if he's probably going to have at least one new running back in the room because, um, you know, I don't know that they can count on Nick being 100% ready to go the very first week of the season. Uh, so, you know, they might have to, you know, hedge their bets there a little bit. Uh, but certainly they, they're going to want some new and fresh ideas in the running game. When you look at the wild card game alone, you know, they only averaged 2.8 yards in the running game. And they're looking for more than that. All right, Stump Mitchell, ex-running backs coach for the Browns, went on a media tour of sorts over the last week. Anything stand out to you? I saw some criticism that he seemed like a disgruntled ex-employee. I don't know. The interviews I saw, he seemed very pleasant and had a lot of nice things to say about the Browns. Yeah, yeah, he did. I, I thought he did. I didn't think it, it was too bad. I mean, he did uh, in the one interview that I saw with him, with, uh, with Cam Justice, that he – criticized Kareem and I just don't know that that is the right forum to do something like that oh. um that that I thought was uh, you know that was a an interesting choice shall we say um I I don't know why he decided to do that on his way out um so yeah we'll we'll have to see but I mean I thought Kareem did a really nice job this year in terms of scoring touchdowns for the Browns he led them with nine rushing touchdowns he came in here uh and did uh, everything that they needed him to do while Nick Chubb was out. So, um, you know, in some ways he helped get them to the playoffs and save the season a little bit. Mary Kay Cabot joining us here on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, what would you do or what do you think they're going to do? Andrew Berry spoke a little bit about Nick Chubb and his future. You just mentioned him as well. Do you think that they would restructure his contract or they're going to have to restructure his contract? Yeah, I think they'll probably have to, um, depending on where he is in his rehab when it's time to start the season. I mean, but there's a way to do it where you can make the money that you were going to make. It just looks a little bit different. You could put void years in. You can do a lot of different things. So as Andrew told us the other day, uh, they're going to do whatever they have to do to try to keep Nick Chubb in a Cleveland Browns uniform and make sure they do right by uh, someone who really is kind of the face of the franchise. All right, there was big news yesterday in the NFL, Jim Harbaugh moving on. Uh, I remember Joe Banner admitting that in 2014, the Browns had traded for Jim Harbaugh and Which, Jim blocked the trade. Yeah. Oh, Kenny, I thought you were going to. No, I'm just like, I, I don't know why it was like, okay, Joe, you can wish yeah, in one hand and you know what in the other. It didn't work out for you. I know. So uh, did, did, do, do you remember that back in the day and how successful do you think Jim will be with the Chargers and Justin Herbert? You know what? I mean, he was a good coach back in the day. And I think sometimes when you come back for your second head coaching job at the NFL, you've learned so much uh, from your first time. That's why I thought Jim Schwartz would have made a, a good second time head coach this year if anyone had come calling. 
because I do think you learn from your mistakes, you figure things out, you learn how to deal with the media. I mean, the only thing that, that you know, everything's different now with social media. So I think that, uh, you know, the, the fishbowl would be bigger, the spotlight would be bigger, the, the more, the scrutiny uh, would certainly be more intense. Um, but I think he'll do fine. He's a good coach. Mary Kay Cabot with us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, final one, I mean, what's your prediction for Sunday? I, we have you here on the record. Give me a prediction for Sunday between the two, between the four teams, I should say. It's that's, it's tough to pick these games. Uh, I don't know why. For some reason, I'm picking the, the Ravens. I don't know why I feel like maybe this is the year uh, that they can do it, uh, you know, home game and, and whatnot. So I do think uh, I'm going to go with them. And then if Debo Samuel doesn't play, they're the same team without Debo Samuel. So uh, for right now, that's still a little bit up in the air. I think I'm going to go Lions. Really? I like that. Boy, right. that would be uh, that'd be a shocker to many. Uh, Mary Kay, I've seen some Cleveland Browns fans, younger fans, uh, excited for the Ravens in this matchup. They're sick and tired of Kansas City. They are uh, very, very affectionate towards Lamar Jackson. I mean, Mary Kay, we cannot be rooting for the Baltimore Ravens in Cleveland, Ohio, right? No, no, you don't have to necessarily root for them. I just think that, um, you know, they have such a good defense this year, such a dominant defense. Uh, you know, they've got great fiery leadership over there, and I, I feel like they're on a mission uh, to prove that they are the best. And, uh, you know, I think they're going to really give the Chiefs a, a rough time. Mary Kay, we thank you very much for the time. We'll talk to you same time next week. You take care now. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye-bye. What are you looking up over there? Uh, thanks to the caller, I'm looking up Sleeping Bear Dunes. It's on the other side of Michigan? Uh, yes. Looks like outside of Traverse City. How's it look? Kenny, it doesn't even look possible. <laughs> really? The, the topography doesn't make sense. He said it's like the Caribbean. Somehow they transplanted a mountain range up here and on the beautiful shores. Let me look it up. Hold I mean, on. this looks ridiculous. Let me look it up. Hold on. Ain't that great. <laughs> hey, Headlands well, is better. Somebody, well, Menor Headlands, especially, <laughs> especially the adult area of Menor Headlands, as as many people know. Some good times at the Headlands. Oh yeah, I guess it's nice. So I've been I've been sitting on this all week because I don't want to do it because I I really don't want to hear people's answers. Now Lima's going to have to control me because we've been talking about it all week because I'm gonna I'm gonna want to get worked into a shoot. How many AFC championship games has this been in a row for the Kansas City Chiefs? Six. Six in a row. I mean, that bulk of the series, dude, that's a lot. And they're playing the Ravens. And I, guys, I've said before, I, I really do like Lamar Jackson. I wish he played anywhere else. Well, I don't wish he played for the Steelers or the Bengals. I wish he played outside the, the, the division. I really have always liked Lamar Jackson. It's still not enough for me to, I can't believe I'm saying this, to pull for the Ravens on Sunday. There are people, now I'm not going to dox them, there are people who are apparently rooting for the Ravens on Sunday, and I'm like, guys, you guys, come on. I'm seeing a lot more and more of this. I think it's younger fans. I don't think anybody our age could possibly root for the Ravens ever. And I'm sick of the Chiefs. I'm at, I mean, Owen's not here to defend himself. He doesn't need to. He knows. He, he actually plays it very professional. You know, he's a diehard Chiefs fan. And he has been his whole life. 
he gets it. Six straight times, you're sick of seeing the same team. You would you would get sick. People were sick and tired outside of Cleveland and Golden State of seeing the Warriors and the Cavs every year, four straight years. The media was rooting against it. They were sick and tired of coming to Cleveland. I am rooting for they the were, Chiefs. They were done with it. I am rooting for the Chiefs. Uh, I am not rooting for the Chiefs. To I am win the rooting Super Bowl, for the Chiefs. I'm not rooting. This game. Well, wait a minute. If they play, if they play the 49ers again, I'm rooting for the Chiefs. Oh, I'm if not. They play no, I'm the, rooting for the 49ers. That's fine. That's cool. Why with you. Wait a second. Brock Purdy? Don't care. You're going to root against Brock Purdy? Uh, my dislike of somebody else on that team supersedes my like of Brock Purdy. He's a fine guy, but you know, I'm a very petty individual. Uh, if the if the Lions make the Super Bowl, I'm obviously rooting for the Lions against either one of them. Doesn't doesn't matter. I want the Lions to win there. that. Yeah, but I'm rooting for the Chiefs on Sunday. I, I do not. I don't care. You can take all your Taylor Swift hate and tiredness and whatever, and you can cram it. I want the I want the Ravens to lose. I want them to lose badly. I'm not rooting for the Ravens on Sunday. But I'm a 38, 37 year old man who saw the Browns leave once mm-hmm. already. And that whole thing. Right. That's going to stick with us forever. I'm telling you, young people, I'm seeing it on, on, on Twitter constantly. I'm seeing it all over. I, none of my friends feel this way. So we're in a different kind of a bubble. But they, uh, they're, they're rooting for the Ravens. They are. And I think also part of it is, I think if you had an opinion on Lamar Jackson and you, you wanted to see the NFL evolve, give – different kinds of athletes a chance and somebody as as talented as Lamar when there were people out there saying this guy cannot play quarterback in the NFL and you're like this is craziness that's, okay I maybe think, that's a reason I think there are people that this would be symbolic of a new NFL maybe that's that the a reason. gatekeepers have been proven wrong you know Bill Polian it gets brought up still all the time my god that's the first guy they'll show mm-hmm. if Lamar Jackson wins it all he denies it but and there and there were people at, we're yeah. like we have video evidence bud there were there were people that said a guy like Lamar Jackson could never win a Super Bowl and so this would prove you right if he wins that you you were right and all those old NFL Crumudgeons were wrong. Well, and I, I think that I think does matter to people. I, but I think it's already been proven. I think it's already been he proven. He won the Super Bowl. Across the league and look at the athleticism at the position, guys. And who are we going to – Bill? how old's Bill Polian? Is he, honestly, is he 90? It's a bygone era. Everybody listening right now and everybody talking in this room would assume it's a bygone era. And I'm going to get to these people here in a second. I'm not going to be – I'm not going to shout you down. But other than that, if you really, really, really love Lamar Jackson and you had reasons for that, Okay, other than that, you cannot tell me you hate Kansas City or Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if anybody hates Andy Reid, but uh, it, you can't tell me, or, or Taylor Swift. Your hate of Taylor Swift cannot supersede the Ravens. Apparently, Dustin Fox is rooting for the Ravens. We Come have on. this clip. Come on. All right, this is Dustin Fox, uh, 440 yesterday afternoon. This is a sad-ass commentary. Here's Dustin. I'm telling, I'm telling you right now, and people are going to hate me for this because I'm rooting for the Ravens. One more time. I'm rooting for the Ravens. <laughs> Why? Because I cannot stand the Chiefs. Why? I am so over the Chiefs and the the love fest that everybody gives them that just want, I want the Ravens to kick their ass. This could be the Ravens versus Satan, and I'd probably have to go for I Satan. I heard Ken say he can't root for the Ravens, and I, I get that, but like I don't know, man. Like I, I love John Harbaugh, and I love Lamar. Apparently, you don't get that. And there's not a love fest. Outside of here, there are a lot of people rooting for the Ravens. Outside of here, there's a base. Everybody else hates the Chiefs. If you are a football fan, like, I I shudder to think of it, but there are football fans out there. They hate Taylor Swift. They hate that she's somehow 
been in her football. I got people in my mentions saying that she's only dating Taylor or Taylor Swift. She's only dating Taylor uh, Travis Kelsey for the for the publicity. I got plenty of people doing this stuff. I go, guys, this is crazy. It's crazy. I don't even know what she sings. And I'm like, I got no problem with Taylor Swift. I have no idea. There are people because of that, because of Mahomes, because of family members around him, because of the whole thing. They don't want it. They're tired of seeing the Chiefs. I think the vast majority of America is rooting for the Ravens on Sunday. The whole love fest is done. But here, considering what we've seen, considering what we felt, I mean, I guess I might have to explain it to a 20-year-old, but for everybody else, it's like, you got to, not just do you not hope this, the Ravens win, I hope they lose, and I'm rooting for the Chiefs to beat them. Well, would a 20-year-old care that the Browns moved to Baltimore? I don't know. I mean, why would I have it, no when idea. When you really think about it, other than the, the kid's parents, why would a 20-year-old care? When that's, I was, a, that's such a long time ago to but them. That's part they of weren't it. even born. Do they respect history? Do they respect the history of their team? Do they understand that people always go back to that as the changing point of the Cleveland Browns? And you could say, well, the Cleveland Browns have only been good a handful of years over the last 20 years, and that might be being generous to a lot of people. And I go, well, where do you think that all started? Where would Ray Lewis should where where should he have been playing? Yeah, but a twenty where year old. Should, uh, a t- where should uh, Jonathan Ogden have been playing? For where- a twenty year old, Browns have been to the playoffs twice now. Uh, heck, I mean, when they were they were seven years old, they were they were making a run like they've had some good teams. They have not been destitute. They are not thinking about the scars of the team leaving and you know what that did to the, to to this city and to this organization. They're probably not thinking about that. I can understand that. You can't you can't make them understand the history. You can always of the, try uh, of the area, sure, sure. But and also you a know, proud franchise that's in, embedded into the fabric of the community. That's and then not in, a, that's not a hard sell. And then in general, we did these shows back in my God, 2015 through 2018, about how there were as many Steph Curry jerseys around town as there were some of the fringe Cavs. Players. And I was upset about that. So it just shows really you like about that. young players love Lamar Jackson. And I'm not faulting anybody for loving Lamar Jackson. Obviously, I respect Lamar Jackson. I'm 37, and I like Lamar Jackson. I wish he played somewhere else. I want him to lose on Sunday. And yes, I want Patrick Mahomes, who has been covered cover to cover everywhere. I want him to beat him. All right, I'm going to get to you guys here. 216-474-0092. You might be sick of the Chiefs. You might be sick of Taylor Swift, of Travis Kelsey, of the whole thing. Is that enough to really make you root for the Ravens on Sunday? Am I being, do I have my head up my ass on this? 216-474-0092. If you guys are picking the Ravens, I won't yell at you. I won't say nasty things to you. And I won't say nasty things to you after we get off the phone. 216-474-0092. Are you really rooting for the Ravens on Sunday and why? Ken Carmen, Anthony Lima, live on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 